Hey, April Feasters, hope you're having a great day so far. This week I talk with the hilarious Luke Monez. I met him when I did comedy back in my New York City days. Now he lives out in Los Angeles. He's a hilarious comedian, writer, and actor. And we just have a very silly, chill chat. We talk about how Luke is a seltzer connoisseur, best potato chips. Uh, Luke is deeply disturbed by Parmesan crisps. We talk about the food in New York City versus LA. Sushi time. Talk about putting wasabi in soy sauce. I tell Luke about the time I took a girl on a first date to a really weird place as a bit. So you gotta listen to find out where. And um, Luke tells me about him and his girlfriend Alyssa. They went on one of their first official dates and they got violently sick from the food. I asked Luke what his go-to choice at a diner is and much, much more. Do you like Pelly G? I like Pelly G. I fancy myself a bit of a seltzer connoisseur. When I was in college, I, th- I thought I could discern between all the seltzers. Dude, you, oh my God. Thank you so much for saying that because I 100% cannot. Like if you give yeah. me a lime or a lemon LaCroix, I'm like, this is delicious. I don't know what it is. Oh, wow. Thank you. So even within the LaCroix family, you're having a tough time figuring it out. That's, yeah. that's interesting. I, I think I can, I, I again, I don't know if I could do, I, I think I might be a little rusty, but I think I could probably, if you gave <laughs> me like, if we did kind of a Pepsi challenge with like five different seltzers, I think I could handle it. Different flavors or different brands? Oh, different brands, different brands. Definitely different flavors. I'm surprised. I think I, I think you doubt you're doubting yourself a little bit. You, you, you gotta give yourself a little more credit. You're up for feast. You can be able to tell the difference between a vanilla Lacroix and a lemon Lacroix. You know? Okay, fair enough. You're golden, baby. If you could do it, you could give me a little pample mousse. You could tell me what's up with what's what's going on with the pample mousse versus the, the I don't know the key uh, lime or the regular the lime. lime. Yeah, yeah. Oh well, that's tough. That's tough. A slight, a slight sweetness and a tang to the key lime but that is that's that's good I, I, how about like the the black cherry i feel like that's there I, I again i think you can discern these subtle differences i, I think it would it wouldn't be that difficult for you i i'd like to <laughs> let's do a blind taste test i think that would be cool i think for upper feast you should do a blind seltzer taste <laughs> dude let's go live on instagram have a have a bubbly conversation yeah you and i will drink our seltz do you have a yeah. bubble preference? I prefer a big in-your-face bubble. I love like a knock-you-out bubble. Oh, like a painful bubble? Yeah, like it's spicy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and yeah that, spicy is a good way to put it. Yeah, I would say I'm probably there too. I'd like a little bit of pain. Again, if it's because because we're talking about these absolutes where like if it's not bubbly enough, I don't want to even want it. Right. A flat seltzer? Out of here. Get out of here. <laughs> Beat it. Yeah, I'll do it if I'm like really thirsty and it's been in a car or whatever and I have no choice. You know, I'll have a hot seltzer. (laughs) Ever have hot seltzer? No, I, uh, (laughs) this is off topic slightly, but when you said hot, it made me think of flaming hot, which made me think of, do you have a favorite chip? And if it needs to be more specific, maybe a favorite Dorito or maybe a favorite kettle? Oh, I would say the sea salt and vinegar kettle is, is definitely a favorite. I would say that is, that is like a, a great chip to me. That I combo agree. flavor across many brands mm-hmm. is good. I would say a, obviously, I was going to say my guilty pleasure chip, but obviously. <laughs> this is a safe space for chip talk, buddy. <laughs> guilty pleasure chip. They're all guilty pleasures, I guess. I have a soft, okay, so I'll say that that kettle chip is, is my favorite. I have a soft spot in my heart for the cheddar and sour cream ruffle. Okay, that's a classic. That's an OG classic. I haven't had it in a while, but I agree with you. It is super good. It's a great barbecue chip. Ooh, I have an unpopular opinion. I don't like barbecue chips, but I love chips and I love barbecue. But together, no thanks. Well, that well, that's all I mean is uh, like at a barbecue. 
Oh, I see. I thought you so, meant barbecue flavored. Chip. Oh yeah, I don't like a barbecue chip either. I I, I completely agree with you. I say again, safe space to say you don't like the barbecue chip. I, I just think um when you're having a burger, when it's this July July Fourth, you're you know you're outside, you're at a picnic. The cheddar sour cream ruffle. Oh yeah, it's a it's great. Now if you're watching something, this is my other sort of subcategory of chip. Uh, you don't mind getting into? I feel like you're no. Let's you're get into, into the it. Gritty here, baby. Yeah, okay, of course. Good. <laughs> I like again uh, a favorite pastime chip. Uh, the sour, cheddar and sour cream ruffle. I said, I, I, you know, I think the sour cream and onion lay or Pringle. That's a good taste. I used to like the the classic uh, cheddar Dorito, but Doritos, for whatever reason, I just I've lost the fondness for them. I can no longer bring myself to enjoy the noble Dorito. Do you think they're trying too hard with all their flavors? Cause they got the flaming hot, the flaming hot lemon, the lemon. Like they got like 87 flavors. They're just trying too hard. Yeah. And I honestly, I, I got, even before that, I got kind of sick of Cool Ranch and, and, and Nacho. So I just, I floated more as I, in my adulthood, I floated more towards the, the kettle. Or it's a mature the, um, chip. It's a much, it is, it's very mature. Uh, <laughs> Gentlemen, I tip my hat to you. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Uh, and that, I like the, uh, is it, is it Tom's? What are those called? What's the little combo cracker bag called? Combo? Talking about no, not combos. It's like it's like a variety of. It's oh, with a little cheese. red stick, and you dip the cheese in it. No, no, it's it's like there's like the, the little brown uh, cracker. It's very salty. Ah, uh, it's like Ritz? a bunch of different saltines. It's like a bunch of different whatever. I don't know. Oh, with the peanut butter in the middle, and sometimes have the cheese in the middle. No, as soon as I if if I find it, you'll be like, oh, that thing. But it's like. It's like a, a bunch of different types of crackers in a bag. I'm sure someone Chex listening mix? right now. Yeah, um, close. No? It's like ah. Chex Mix though. Maybe it is Chex Mix. Someone's someone just dying at home. Yeah, <laughs> like, they're like, ah! <laughs> it's called this, but I can't remember. But So Luke, do you have any unpopular food opinions? I don't know if it's super unpopular, but it is controversial. Is that okay? Oh yeah, of course. I am disturbed by the fact that Parmesan crisps have become everywhere. And I feel like it's one of the only new foods. Like, I feel like in like, remember, like, I feel like 2010, we didn't know about Parmesan crisps. I feel like they came around like four years ago. All of a sudden, everyone's like, oh, you got to try these. They have them in, you know, they have it at CVS next to the chips. They're like, hey, here's this dried, desiccated cheese is like in the shape of a cracker. And I just, you know, in a Caesar salad, maybe they're good. I've had them, they're pretty good. But I can't imagine eating cheese crisps on their own. I think that's yeah. a little yucky and some people like them. I just can't get behind it. And I, if it, you know, strike me down, if it turns <laughs> out you have a listener who writes in or, or emails you and is like, actually Luke is wrong. Parmesan crisps have been around for thousands of years. I, I'm, I'm wrong, but I just, I think they're like a new food. It's like a space food kind of thing. And I just can't get over the fact that it's like, it looks like a cracker has the texture of a cracker. It even tastes like some crackers, but it, it's cheese and um, I don't know how they do it. It bothers me and it mystifies me. So that is my unpopular food opinion. Dude, I love it. Now, how do you feel about other cheese crisps? Because I've had a cheddar cheese crisp on a burger and it was delightful. I have to say this is, well, this is interesting because when you get into like actual cheese, like the kind of bigger cheese crisp that is in a salad or is on a sandwich, it becomes different. I think I'm talking, I think when I'm speaking about these cheese crisps, it's more about the thing that like comes in a snack bag. Gotcha. That okay. is, I find truly disturbing. I have to say, if you and I were getting sandwiches and I saw you get 
<laughs> a cheese crisp? Was it on a burger or a sandwich? You said? I had it on a burger. So it had regular melted cheese on top, but for oh, okay. added texture, they put a cheese crisp on top. It was delightful. Well, it sounds, it's, I mean, I'm sure it tastes good, but that would be cool to get it with just the crisp, but I imagine that would taste insane. I'm glad that you had melted cheese on it. That's all I'm going to say. I don't want to, I don't want to take you down more than that, but I'm, I, I'm just going to say, if you didn't have melted cheese on the burger, additionally, if you were just going crisp and patty, I, I don't know what I would do. How do you feel about pimento cheese on a burger? I'm, I'm for it. Uh, clearly the softer the cheese, the, the easier going I am. <laughs> Although I love hard, I mean, I do love like Parmesan that's like very hard, you know? Yeah, it's just so I'm goddamn big, expensive. Yeah. I know, you pick up a block of Parmesan cheese. <laughs> like in the $17. Store. Yeah, it's like, oh my God, this thing is like the size of my finger. And uh, yeah, doesn't that, isn't that always kind of mystified? You ever feel like you're in the cheese aisle and you're just picking up, you're like, I just, find me something that's under $3. And it's always like American, like American pre-sliced American cheese that they package. Yeah, that's the only thing you're getting for cheap with cheese. Uh, I like to feel like an adult and I just buy cheeses I never heard of and it's very hit or miss and yeah. I've spent thousands of dollars. My life <laughs> shambles. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, uh, the pre one of the things I really miss about the pre-COVID world that I don't know if we'll ever get back to is the free sample cheese in the, with the, at, at, that some stores have, you know. I feel like a lot of grocery stores have it, but I, I do, I, it's a big thing in New York. I do, I do miss that. It's probably the thing I miss more than like seeing friends and, being out. I, I miss the free sample cheese more than that. <laughs> so I know it's probably hard to compare because you live in LA during Corona times, but would you say that New York or LA has better food in your experience? In my experience, I haven't had enough like LA restaurant food. I would have to just go by default with New York. I mean, I've just had, I've just had a lot of amazing food in New York, although LA, I mean, I just don't know enough about the restaurant scene to give an informed opinion. I do. I, I have to say New York, but what do you, what do you think? I would also say New York just because it's so dense. Like you can go to one block and get like Nepalese food, Indian food, Chinese food, like literally everything you could ever want on one block. Totally. I'm from Portland, Oregon originally, and they've like established a pretty good um, reputation there. It's like a big foodie town. And so I've always looked at those three cities, although Portland, I don't think is equal obviously to New York or LA, but I feel like I've had a good barometer of like what is great and um what do you think are the elements of a great dish i'm not big on presentation you know i wear i wear uh knee-high socks and and crocs walking around all day i'm not (laughs) obviously i'm not a big presentation guy i have i have blue camo crocs that's my main thing i wear so you know you're not you're not talking to a guy who really cares about plating but um i would say taste and i guess style and like there should be like a good in a single dish, I think it really depends on the cuisine too, you know? Yeah. I like cuisines where you can really have a bunch of stuff on the plate and you can mix up the food and it tastes even better when you mix it up. I'm not, I'm le- I mean, obviously other restaurants are good. I'm less inclined to enjoy a restaurant where it's like course by course and everything is separate. And I guess with the exception of sushi, where you're like, you get to cleanse the palate and have- I love, I love sushi though. I think sushi is probably up there and I think New York and LA both have amazing sushi and hell yeah um, dude yeah. my first sushi experience this is so embarrassing and I actually I've seen this like tweeted a bunch of times so I know I'm not alone with this but the first time I had sushi I ate the the wasabi like just a big chunk of it I didn't know what yeah. it was yeah. so I was just like chomp chomp and it burned yeah. so bad yeah that's I feel like that's cl- that's cl- that's a classic uh 
first time virginal sushi mistake you know if you don't know what it is it looks good it looks like it could be anything um (laughs) I, i don't blame you for that at all but are you do you like wasabi now like in 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 a small piece on sushi are you not going wasabi i do and i actually i know this is quite gauche and i've actually eaten at like really expensive sushi restaurants but i'm white trash and i put the wasabi in the soy sauce even though i know that's a party foul i do it oh is it a party foul yeah so like super traditional japanese cuisine is like really disrespectful to do that right 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 but i'm like usa baby and i just put it in there and just go nuts yeah i mean i guess uh i don't know i i just uh have you ever done that the wasabi in the soy sauce yeah but i've also i'm not you know i prefer i like when the sushi is like the uh when it when it has the little bit of wasabi under the fish that they pre-put there That to me is always better because I'm not a good judge of how much wasabi to put on a particular fish. So I feel like the sushi chef usually knows, obviously they know, they they, they know what is best for your mouth. You know what I mean? Now, like a hand roll, there isn't a lot. I I feel like I, I guess that you don't really put wasabi. I I just don't, I don't know. It depends on this, on the fish, obviously, because, you know, sometimes at like a sushi restaurant, they're like, don't put wasabi on this. And I don't know. I'm not a big wasabi guy. I could take it or leave it. I love it. Um, so Luke, I wanted to tell you about, cause you're such a silly, funny guy. Oh, thank you. You are. Yeah, of course. I once took a girl on a first date. She was very pretty. I was super attracted to her. I thought it'd be funny to take her to my grandparents' house for dinner. <laughs> and when we got there, she was like super uncomfortable. And like, I noticed that. So like, I just wanted to leave and she was polite and said, no, this is fine. Mm. And then the whole time I'm dying inside because I thought it was so funny, but she hated it so much. So you and did I did it because not... you thought it'd be funny? Like the first date, you're like, let's do a bit? Yeah. I, I was love like, that. <laughs> let's go to my grandparents. They're very sweet, wholesome, kind people. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like that story only has two options. Either we end up getting married or she ends up hating me no second date. And it was the, the no second date. It so. was no second date. Well, yeah, I mean, usually the love story doesn't begin with, I pranked her by taking her to my grandparents' house. That's not <laughs> usually, I don't think that's like really a storybook ending usually. I think usually that the second option seems much more, much more common. <laughs> right. I don't understand why I did it, Luke. I literally, I just did it for the bit. Like I was like, this would be funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Have you ever done any stupid dates or any bits with well, food? Well, I don't know if I've done, I mean, I've had silly food experiences. The, the An early silly food experience is definitely laughing with my friends at like, like the cafeteria, like in elementary school. And mo, like me and another kid both had chicken noodle soup come out of our nose. Oh my God. And that, like, that was like the funniest thing to me forever. Like this, a noodle came out of this kid's nose. It was like the funniest thing I'd ever seen. It's it's objectively hilarious. Oh yeah, I mean, amazing. I'm trying to think of the like a a a silly food experience. My girlfriend Alyssa, who's also a comedian, she and I on our first date as like a couple, like we had defined the relationship, and that we went out to dinner, you know, kind of celebratory dinner. And she's a vegan, and um, this wasn't a prank. We it's it it was more like someone was pranking us, but. uh, we went to this vegan restaurant, which I don't want to, I shouldn't name because I feel like it would give them, <laughs> I don't want to give them bad business. Now nah, we'll be but nice. Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll be nice. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Yeah. It's a, I, I just hadn't really been to like one of these like full vegan restaurants in New York before. And I, I like vegan food. I'm happy to have like a meatless dinner or whatever, but this was like, the steak is like fake steak, you know, like one of those places where it's like, it's all 
it's all an illusion. You know, I hate that. The whole, just yeah, give me a vegetable. Yeah, just yeah, cut up a vegetables. bunch of vegetables. <laughs> Don't mush it into a patty and say this is a burger. No, it's Thank not. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I, I've become very, again, another, to go back to the Parmesan crisp, become very disturbed in the last few years by like this, the fake meat thing. It's like, hey, we want our plant-based food to taste more and more like meat, like an impossible burger. Like that, get that out of here. Facts. Why does it have blood? It's like, it's beet juice. No, thank you. We want it to mimic the taste of meat. Most people eating vegan burgers aren't like, I want to taste meat again. Like, I don't understand who this is for. Yeah, so we went into this restaurant and I think I got like a, Oh my gosh. I think it was like some kind of fake chicken and Alyssa got like a pasta dish with fake meatballs. And yeah, again, you gotta remember, this is our first date as an official couple. And we got back to my apartment and we both immediately became totally sick. Oh no. Like vomiting or diarrhea or both? She started to feel sick at the restaurant she's like i feel a little queasy and i was like ah yeah i feel okay i don't know and she's like oh my gosh i think i think i'm gonna be sick i'm like no well, oh my gosh oh, it's, oh gosh let's go home and then i didn't feel anything i was like i feel fine must have been something you ate next thing i know i was crawling around on the ground vomiting oh I, I just couldn't stand up so it's a very romantic uh consummation you know <laughs> the official thing and i'm uh just crawling around on the ground in agony going <laughs> So it actually turned out to be a very memorable uh, experience for us. But yeah, that that is kind of my, I guess, a very embarrassing, uh, noteworthy food memory. Dude, I feel like you kind of leveled up in your relationship, though, because normally you don't want to have violent diarrhea in front of your significant other for like 10 dates. So you, well, yeah, we were you got four like dates a, in one. <laughs> yeah, we're basically like a, a an old married couple at that point, you know, but there's both vomiting and I was, you know, not able to stand. It was just a great time. Full, full on food poisoning. Oh my God. Hey, just wanted to say thank you so much for listening so far. If you're liking it, please subscribe, tell a friend. If you're loving it, please give us a five-star review. Yes. What's your go-to at a diner? Oh my gosh. I have a lot. I have a lot of go-tos. I, I weirdly, this is so weird, but I became like a, I kind of became a Cobb salad guy. That is so random. (laughs) That's so random. No, for the longest time I was like, I liked a burger or a wrap. And then I would say like a few years ago, I just became into the Cobb salad and the diner, the diner does a great, every, the diner, the capital T, capital D, just in general, they do a great Cobb salad. Dude. And it's funny because it's like the least healthy salad has bacon and cheese and dressing. Oh my God. It has blue cheese, <laughs> bacon and blue cheese dressing. That's the great thing about the Cobb salad. I think the default dressing, correct me if I'm wrong, is blue cheese dressing. It is. You're already t- so it's like double blue cheese, but I just love it. You know, it's a, uh, I, I love a, chi- a chicken Cobb salad. Now also a Cobb salad wrap. I don't usually, I kind of have gone away from wraps for, for whatever reason, but what's your go-to at a diner? Honestly, dude, I love a bacon, egg and cheese. I love like a cheeseburger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But honestly, I always order bacon, egg and cheese or sometimes I'll get like the hash browns, not the country potatoes. Those are bullshit. I need a super yeah. crispy hash brown. Yes, yes, yes. You know, I'm, when you said bacon, egg and cheese, it kind of brought into my, it allowed me to now say that my go-to is probably an omelet because I wasn't even thinking about breakfast food for some reason. I was thinking about the post comedy food or whatever, the, the, the 1 a.m. Cobb salad. <laughs> no, but I, I would say omelet, omelet or omelet or burger or Cobb salad. Dude, one time I ordered a pina colada as a bit and the, the server looked at me like I was like the biggest idiot in the whole world and she begrudgingly made it and it was delicious. <laughs> 
<laughs> that's amazing. Oh, yeah, that's they probably hadn't had that order in a long time. I love that you're just doing, you know what? I just, I can't get over the silly food bits that you're, it just, it makes me so happy. You're like, let me take this girl on the first date. We're going to go to my grandparents' house and have porridge. And I'm going to go to a diner and I'm going to order, I'm going to go to a diner by myself and order a pina colada. <laughs> I mean, that is amazing. That is, I want to, I want you Thank to take you. me with you everywhere. Dude, hell yeah. I'll come to LA. We'll go up or feast. The camera eats first, though. I will punch you if you try to eat without the camera taking a picture. Oh, so is that, is that a philosophy? Yeah. So what Not I do is, thing. thankfully, at this point, I, I get most of my meals for free. So my friends are pretty cool with it. They're like, well, the food's free. I guess you can take a picture of it and manhandle it. And I try to be respectful, but I'm definitely touching your food. Like, hey, let me grab that bird. Like, just real wow. quick. Oh, that is so cool. So so what is the process, if you don't mind me asking? Are you going in? Or are you like, hey, is it like what like a food reviewer where you're like, they know before you come? Or do you show up and you're like, hey, I'm up for feast? Or I do. I'm sure a lot of these restaurants know you. So so what so what is the um what is the what's like the how's the sausage made? No pun intended. So I, I do both. I think it's better if I go without they know because uh, when they invite me. I feel like I get better food. Like I feel like I get more meat, more cheese. It's put together with love, kindness, and care. Whereas if I just go and just regular, it's like regular food. It's like a seven out of 10. But when I go a lot of times, it's like a 10 out of 10 because they know it's for the internet. But yeah, usually they'll invite me. They'll reach out on Instagram and invite me. And sometimes they'll give me literally the whole menu, which is insane. Or sometimes they'll just give me like two apps, two entrees. So it just kind of varies. What is the best meal that you've had in the realm of Upper Feast? You know what I mean? Like since, since you began the food review and like photo content game what is the what is the best food you've been served in that context wow that's a great question so two places jumped out immediately number one is a fancy place gramercy tavern do you know that place it's like you know 17 courses and it's like a 25 dollar burger super fancy place that was amazing because i got to go back and like meet the chef and i got to talk to like the line cooks and like we were just chatting so that was cool and then Conmigo on the Upper East Side of Manhattan, beautiful space. It's like all blue on the outside. Then you go inside, it's like gold and elaborate without being gauche. And they just treated me like a celebrity. I had like 2000 followers at the time. And they're like, right this way, Upper Feast. And they had like Pellegrino on deck. Wow, <laughs> that's so cool. I felt so cool. And like, I wasn't even like that popular yet at the time. They just like, I was like a neighborhood guy and they, they liked me and they reached out and it was awesome. I felt what, so kind of, what kind of food is, a, is um, Conmigo? It's traditional Mexican. So I got like some queso fundido, got a bunch of tacos, got a burrito, and they wow. sent out like a trace leche tiramisu. It was to die for. That's awesome. Do you have a favorite munchie food? Like if you're super lit and you're just like, I need something, like what do you crave? Well, I don't smoke marijuana, but in the- You can get drunk I'm, munchies or just yeah, sober drunk, munchies. The, the drunchies, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's fair. Munchies are for everybody, I guess. Oh man, what do I crave? Rave. I would have to say the the chips, the chips, really? or I like uh what like a cheesy fry with bacon or like a pizza. See, I think the cheesy fry with bacon or like a chili fry, chili cheese fry, it's a little too intense for me. But I like mm, mozzarella sticks. Mozzarella sticks are definitely up there. If we're talking like that kind of food, like a late night sort of dorm food, yeah, I would have to say. How about nachos? Like not like a a classic plated maybe no meat but like the gooey cheese the, the salsa the peppers that's probably where i'm at for 
Yeah, the not the, the the kind of classic like stadium nacho. That's where I'd probably go. I'm into it. And then do you have like a favorite chain restaurant? My favorite chain restaurant, there is a burger place in Oregon. I think it might just be in Oregon and Washington called Burgerville. Uh-huh. They're they're great. They have great burgers, great onion rings, and great milkshakes. That is probably that's like a, a fast food chain primarily in the Pacific Northwest. And that um maybe it's a childhood fondness thing from being from there but that has got to be up there if i'm if we're talking national brands uh you seem like a b-dubs guy no offense i love b-dubs by the way <laughs> I, I love b-dubs this is not an attack no no it's okay i i think okay i i would say i i mean i am very into the wings drums or flats any pref uh, drums. And actually, now that we're, now that we're, I'd like to circle back and say that my, my munchy, drunchy eating whatever, what I want food, food is, I, I think Buffalo wings are up there. I had Buffalo, I did a college show in Buffalo and I had Buffalo wings. And I forget the place, one of the places that claims to have invented that. Maybe Anchor Bar is one of the popular yeah, ones. Yeah, it was Anchor Bar. First. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I love that you know, that's amazing. <laughs> I'm like, I, but that, that was, I mean, those were incredible. I have to say, I mean, do you want to know amazing. a pro tip for the best wings ever? And it's the least healthy version. You order them extra crispy, which means they fry them longer. And then you order extra sauce on the side. So it's extra saucy. Oh my God. Again, take me with you everywhere. <laughs> I will follow you into hell. That is amazing. I, okay. I'm going to do that. I love the Buffalo wing. I would say uh, Buffalo wild wings up there. <laughs> I mean, I feel like people are, I feel like I'm going to get attacked online for this. I like, I, I think Subway's good. <laughs> You're going to get hounded because uh, my followers, if you ever read through my comments, they bully me relentlessly all the time. They're very particular. And that's fair enough. I mean, I personally, I hate it. I mean, I, I'd probably go Jimmy John's if I'm going national chain. You got a Jimmy John's out there? I don't know if they have it in LA. I think they do. I, 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 don't, I don't know if I've ever had Jimmy John's. Pretty elite, top tier, fried calamari, feaster pass. Oh, feast, 100%. I love, I love calamari. I... I, I think it can get it can get a little oily and I, I but actually my, my I'm feasting on calamari if it's not like sopping up a paper towel you know what I mean calamari has a, a, a threshold for me of greasiness and once it passes that threshold it's pass but yeah. until that threshold extreme extreme feast rings and tentacles com. no no qualms with the tentacles oh I actually prefer I I will. You know what? I should say I prefer rings. Occasionally, there is such shape and texture to the tentacles. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Where it's like tentacles are tentacles, but sometimes you're like, "Wow, I can see the, <laughs> I can see its fingerprints. I can see, you know." And sometimes, like the the suction cups on the tentacles, like don't get fried, and you yeah. know, occasionally it pokes out from the crust, and you're like, "Again, that's below the threshold for me." I would, I think, if uh, yeah, I would have to say feast on everything. Yeah, I love that's. It. What about you? Big feast, huge feast. I didn't have it until I moved to New York City because here in the Midwest, Columbus, Ohio, I've never even heard of calamari. Um, oh yeah, it's not a. It doesn't. It just doesn't exist anywhere but but the coast. Because I feel like calamari it just wouldn't travel well to, no. to Ohio. We only fry cheese here in the Midwest. We fry cheese curds. We <laughs> yeah. fry mozzarella. That's all yeah. we really mess with. Yeah. So you, maybe you've had calamari that's like in, it's like cheese in the shape of a squid or something. Exactly. Know, How about something a little fancier? Foie gras, feast or pass? Uh, I, I've tried it. I'm gonna pass because I know what it is. The taste, like there are some things where like I know 
that it's a little out there, but I still love the taste of it. Like a lot of people won't have lengua, cow tongue, but I love it because it tastes good and I can kind of grapple intellectually with the fact that it's tongue. Uh-huh. I would say knowing foie, foie gras, foie gras. I, foie gras. I say foie gras. I don't know. I, the reason I like to ask that one is because do you know they force feed the ducks? So it's kind of unethical. Like, I guess they make them yeah. fat on purpose. Yeah, they, they force feed them and they, they don't let them move. It's, isn't it geese or is it ducks? I've it's had both. both. It's, it's both. probably geese, I guess. I always say duck liver. I think it's both. I think you're right. I've, 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 I've Googled it. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Well then, uh, you know, I, I'm going to have to say pass because I just, I know that it's liver and uh, I feel the same way about, have you ever had liver worst? Yes. And it's, I think it's pretty good. It's not the worst. It's the best. Hachi machi. (laughs) No, it doesn't taste bad. It doesn't taste bad. It's just, uh, if faced, if faced with it, I, I, you know, again, this is feast or pass. This isn't like, what do you think about it? I, right. I just have to say, this is an absolute, you know, this is a yes or no. Yep. This is an absolute uh, world we're dealing with here. I'm going to have to say pass. Fair enough. This is not really a feast or pass. It's kind of an either or, because uh, you're out in LA there. in and out or Shake Shack? Oh, what a great question. I have to go with in and out I'm definitely not one of those people who like, you know, praises the glory of in and out Like it's the most amazing thing to ever grace the earth. But I ha- honestly, I haven't had enough Shake Shack to give a really educated opinion. I've had it a couple times, but I've had in and out enough that I like, it's always good. And I like the secret menu. I like the customization of it. I like the fact that you can, I don't know if you can do this at Shake Shack, but you can go to in and out and you can just, I mean, I don't know why you would do this, but you could, you can just go like, I haven't done it, but you can go order like a meat patty. You know, you can just go in there. You can't do that at like Burger King. You can't go in and be like, just give me a patty. You can't do that. Just but a meat it, patty, low carbs, I guess. I guess, yeah. If somebody is doing the paleo or whatever, they can go in there and they can just give me, <laughs> can you just give me a patty and a napkin? I've seen people do it. And I'm not a health expert. I'm a chubby guy myself, but is paleo <laughs> really fast food friendly? Like it, to me, it seems like it wouldn't be. You know what? I think you're absolutely right. For some reason, <laughs> I would I would bet that if we, had a, if we had a paleo person on here, if you and I were interviewing a paleo caveman diet person, they would probably say that they don't prefer fast food patties. That would probably be part of their ethos. Right. So Luke, I feel like I asked you everything I wanted to ask you, but I always tell my guests, if there's anything food related or anything I didn't bring up, uh, feel free to bring it up now. I brought up my main gripe, which is the Parmesan crisp. Yep. Very polarizing take. Thank you. Uh, I'll throw another polarizing take at you. I think we need to do away with the ice cream cone. I think we need to just go cup or bowl. Whoa. Now, let me tell you this. Here's why I would say not to get rid of the cone. And this is like kind of hippy dippy, kind of stonery. It forces you to be in the moment because the ice cream's melting. You got to lick it. You got to stay like attention to it. You got to pay attention to it. Whereas a bowl, you can kind of neglect it, have a conversation with your friend. It's melting, but it's still in the bowl. But with the cone, you're like, hey, I, I got this business cone on here. I'm going to get sticky and wet. I got to eat this. You know, that's a good point. I just think for the reason that it does, it, it, it can get, become chaotic. You know, it can get on your fingers. It can, you know, I just, I feel like, um, also I've never enjoyed an ice cream cone, unless it's a drumstick where it's like, there's stuff inside of it. I've just never, a sugar cone or a waffle cone. There's never been a time where I've been like, oh yeah, you know what my favorite part about this is? The little, this the graham cracker thing that's on the bottom. I just, I don't know. I that's fair. I prefer the taste experience of just ice cream on its own. That to me is what is what is what gets my ice cream rocks off. 
What about so that cone? is my unpopular opinion. <laughs> what about a cone when it has the candy and stuff on it? Is that still a pass? If it has like the M&Ms or the Reese PCs, whatever. Like a dipped cone? Yeah, the dip like and then the chocolate cone. cover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, no, that still to me is in the family of cones that need to be done away with. I, I believe that the cone is uh, an affront to my values. Hey, while we're batching desserts, here's what I hate with a, a fiery hate of a thousand suns. When you get a milkshake and they put all the fucking shit on the cup. I don't want a bunch of M&Ms on the cup. Have you ever seen this where it looks good for Instagram, but it's not practical? Like they dip a glass cup, they'll literally dip it in chocolate. Then they'll put like pretzels on it. They'll put M&Ms on it. They'll put whipped cream on it, but it's on the cup. So you gotta like scrape it off the cup. It is so stupid. Off the outside of the cup? So dumb, Luke. I'm glad you don't even know about you know, it. <laughs> I, well, yeah, I mean, again, you're you're entering into the, in, in your, it, with the mantle of Upper Feast, you're entering into some very experimental echelons of ice cream presentation. That is sinful. <laughs> I love that you're so upset and your reaction is correct. It is so stupid. I'll, I'll text you a picture of how dumb this looks. It's Thank truly you. impractical. It's, it's wasteful. And that poor dishwasher, yeah. what's he doing in the back? I, I, of course. He's like, oh my gosh, uh, this again? And you, when, when you text me that picture, I'm going to throw my phone in the river. <laughs> Fair enough, man. Well, Luke, that's the podcast. I appreciate you so much for being a guest. Um, you were a delight and I wish you nothing but continued success. Thank you so much for having me, man. This was so fun. All right, Upper Feasters, that was the episode. Thank you so much for listening. Please remember to subscribe and give us a five-star review. Tell a friend, share us on social media. I greatly appreciate any help. And uh, thank you so much again. Have a good one.